What's up, y'all? This is Books to Views Podcast, a podcast for young professionals. This is your girl, Erica. And plot twist, I'm hailing from New York. Concrete jungle, where streams are made. Y'all know I don't really know how the words to this, so I had to stop. I thought you was going to continue on. I stopped because I didn't know mm-hmm. the words. I don't really know the words. But anyway, and it's your favorite staff member hailing from the sunny state of Florida. Well, as a um, colleague of ours said this week that Shaq is not her favorite staff member. <laughs> she hmm. Truth. Yes. This is Jasmine hailing all the way from Tyler, Texas. I'm so glad to see y'all on this Fat Tuesday. It is Fat Well, Tuesday. let's revisit this colleague then. <laughs> Say who to somebody is. Now, are we going to move on? You know on? what? It's- I realized, though, I mean, for me to be the collective favorite, I'm going to have to be... I'm going to have to not be some people's favorites. And so thank you to whoever you are. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where y'all at the, on the mood elevator? Oh, bless the Lord. So for me, I am at the very top of the mood elevator. So in the positive nine, I am grateful. So I feel really good today, even though I um, am trying to get under the weather. Beyond that, I feel really good. Yesterday, I was in a really, really shitty mood, y'all. <laughs> and everything was getting on my nerves. And so today I'm just very thankful that I'm out of that mood. Um, and yeah, just smooth sailing, if you will. Cool. Amen. I would say I am appreciative. Because I, <laughs> I saw the comment. I was like, is this a list? I am appreciative, really everything on a positive. I'm chilling, like I feel good, a little tired, but other than that, I'm in a positive mood, had a really great day, talked with some students today, and they were amazing, so yeah, I'm feeling good, appreciative for my job. And where's appreciative? Is that a positive or a negative? Like, where, where is that in numbers? One, two, three, four, I'm sorry, one, two... Five, six, seven, eight M's in my bank account. So or... I'm confused on here. Some of them are separated by commas. Does that mean they go together? No, you pick one. They just kind of on the same level. Ah, okay. One, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's six from the top. Cool. And I you would appreciative? Say that I am. Yeah, yeah. appreciative. It's what she said. Why are you questioning it? I'm sorry, because on the mood elevator that I'm looking at, Appreciative is at a positive four, so I guess I'm just all over the place. <laughs> I mean, I see what you mean, but I, you started this whole positive four, negative six thing, confusing us all. Friend, I just think you can't count. <laughs> I don't know how you got four, six out of it. One, two, look, look, three, be, four, five. My the, friend can count, okay? She graduated from the University of Houston. Hey. And she went to LSU. Oh. <laughs> now. Moving on. Yes. Speaking yes. of which, oh. University of Houston and LSU basketball teams are really doing the thing right now. They really doing good. Hey, anyway, that means eat them up, eat them up, go Cougs, go. Okay. All right. Well, Jasmine <laughs> on the mood elevator. I am hopeful because this is our midterm week in school, so I got six more weeks to go. I can do anything for six more weeks. You can. Don't that, that song say, yeah. and we hopeful sound today, hopeful until too late. So Take this music and use it. Yeah. Sometimes I think about today, because I'm 
something. It's hopeful. Or is it grateful? You don't know the song, Jasmine? <laughs> Honestly, y'all don't either. Tell my something. <laughs> it's hopeful. But yes, I'm hopeful. Okay. Bye. She says she hopeful. Good. Good. Okay. Well, how were y'all's weeks or last couple of weeks? Last week was a little troubling. I think I text Erica and was like, I'm tired. Truth is, I'm tired. Hey. But um, this week is better. I'm not in clinical, so I'm just working. Hey. And y'all, so there's this there's this big conference in D.C. for um, the National Association of Midwives. And you know, if you travel to D.C., that's a little expensive. A little expensive. <laughs> yes. So my job said they will cover it. Yay! Baby, hotel, meals. I mean, everything is covered. So praise the Lord, saints, because that would have came out my paycheck. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Ah, tell you But I was going to recommend a nice little Airbnb right outside of the city. You know how we do. Okay. What about your friend? Well, first off, when uh, when you said she was troubled, and then you said, because you're tired, you started singing Tamil Man. But I was thinking, trouble in my way. Trouble in my way. Yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> anyway, thank y'all for going to church with us. Amen. 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 Um, um, I've, been, I've been doing good. I um I go to a conference next week also. Well, this week also. I thought you probably why most people listen. I'm at the conference right now. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm going to LA to that same conference that uh Jasmine said that we don't be doing nothing yet. Exactly. Yeah, I was showing out. And so I got um actually I got some good sessions that I'm going to attend, but I'm also ready to go stick my feet in the beach because I done been to the um Atlantic Ocean, I done been to the Gulf, and now I want to get to the Pacific Ocean. So I'm gonna go do that. Um I'm going to go to the Hollywood sign. You know, I'm just going to do a few things while I'm out there, but, you know. Have a good I, time. Friend, I thought you weren't going. Well, that's what you thought, because I am. Because you sure told me just the other day you wouldn't. Well, the Lord must have made a way. Amen. Amen. You, he. Uh, Erica, did you ask for a double? That's, that's I a didn't, nice but sister girl. Nah, sis was down there and she kept pouring. Okay. I said, yes, thank she you, did. Sis. That was an extra love. She did. I saw her. What y'all got? This is Chardonnay. Chardonnay. You know, I got a little Alcoholics. wine. And what, what you drink? Red Jasmine? wine, good for you. Good for your heart. Good for your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, y'all know I did think about the fact that we haven't done a daiquiri the other day in. Since Cat was a kitten. <laughs> but y'all know I um I've been on a little alcohol fast. Can you believe it? That's yes. Good. So I went to Miami for my birthday and then I was like, okay, I'm not gonna drink until I go back to Arkansas for Black Alumni Weekend. Well, my friend bought me a ticket to a pub crawl, so I made one exception. So it took I went three weeks without drinking and I drank for a weekend and now I have four weeks to go. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job. What I'm made you, you want to stop drinking? Uh, two things. One is I was trying to lower my tolerance for Black Alumni Weekend, so I ain't got to drink too much to get there. Um, and then okay. the other piece Thinking was ahead. I want to lose ahead. a little weight. 
you why are you doing, doing like you that? You've been doing good on the weight loss, friend. I just want to keep let you know that. Friend, I gained a few pounds, and so I said, I'm going to put the alcohol to the side. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. Is Crown still your drink of choice? It's an elephant heavy. Huh. It's my drink of choice, baby. <laughs> okay. It's my drink of choice. Y'all seen that Crown Peach? I did. Oh, let me tell you, I'm ready to try it, too. What? When? It came out. I only saw it on Facebook. I don't know. I didn't... I seen the people with it, so I was like, well, let me let Erica know that way when I'm in Atlanta. Well, y'all know, Crown started making my head hurt. I done moved on to tequila. Oh, no. But tequila well, really not going tequila. out. <laughs> I need another, Come like, intermediary, in intermediary drink. Like, I need something to relax. Crown up, tequila don't make me relax. It's something I want to get hyped It's just, up. just whiskey in general, you think? I don't know, because I've tried a lot of them. I think because the one thing I have been successful on my journey to a better booty, better body, I... Hashtag I better booty, better body. <laughs> I think um, I did good with like decreasing my sugar intake. And so I think whenever I drink brown liquor, it just surges really quickly. And make you feel good. No, it make my head hurt. <laughs> well, that's you okay. think it's because of the mixer? Because if you drink a regular crown, ain't no sugar in it. Really? You drinking crown apple? Yes. With a little coke. It's usually crown apple yeah, and Sprite. But I, if I yeah. have tried it, you should just it, do crown been, apple on the rocks. Huh? That's still sugar. Just do regular crown. I'll try it again. Well, you know, my daddy drink crown. And so anytime I'm at home, he got a bottle. He make my brother go buy him the biggest bottle on the shelf. A handle, yeah. amen. That's that. That's the size he bought me that time. Remember, he did. my daddy was so sweet for that. He was. I still got his housewarming gift, and it's halfway gone. Don't I mean? Don't tell the people, but it's still in the refrigerator. Really? Well, we'll see. We we'll do some well, shit. My, I was that handle didn't make it past the weekend, did it, Erica? No, it did, friend. It the next weekend it was gone. Remember, because I came back. And you brought it? Yeah. I think well, I left it there, didn't I? I don't need Either way, it didn't that. last long. Anyway. But. Okay. Y'all ready for the petty question? Yes. Because I think it's my week. We just kind of been chit-chatting. That's how you know we ain't talked in a long time. <laughs> it's good so, to see y'all beautiful faces. Indeed. Look what at that beard. Friend? Flourishing. I can't. Oh, that's because I've been drinking my water and minding my business. <laughs> oh, Lord. You ain't going to hear about it. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. I do got an update. I got an update today. I got an update. You got an update? Come do. on for the update. <laughs> okay. So, pay the question is um, that your team has been invited to present at a conference. And your director lets you know that everybody is sharing a room. Okay. You're at a team meeting. The announcement is made that everybody's going to share a room and you got to pick your roommate. But no, you already know nobody on the team want to sleep in the same room as the uh, supervisor. So oh, wait, what so, do you do? It, okay, so everybody not in the same room. Y'all just, no, okay. You have to have a roommate. Okay, so as the team lead, what do you do? Do you uh, assign people roommates? Do you let them decide? Tell me, what do you do? Because don't nobody want to be with the supervisor. 
can I um can I give you like a little algorithm? So I got I got two answers. One of them being if I like my boss and if I don't like my boss. If I okay, don't like my it. boss, I'm gonna give them the roommate with the person the, the person on the team that I like the least. So the two people that I don't like are gonna be in the room because I would guess that that leaves one person with me, and I would like for it to be the person that I like, right? Um, and then if I don't really care, um, I would just like pull pull out of a hat or something. I would try to do it random, even if I do it randomly in my head. Like, well, <laughs> I guess you can't you do can't it randomly in your head, but you know, <laughs> I ain't going intentionally it, it, randomize something. Yeah, I'll probably like ask everybody, be like, "Hey, y'all, anybody got any room preferences?" Blah 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 blah. Um, and then do that. But if I don't like people, I ain't even giving them that option. They just going to be in the room together. Yeah, I feel like definitely maybe ask people for room options and then make the decision, even if everybody option they need. So that way, can't nobody say I didn't ask. And it can be on the person for not responding in a timely manner. And I decide what that timely manner is. <laughs> <laughs> a timely manner is well, 20 seconds. Well, you guys seconds. email me your choices. Right. And I'm going to send that email at 430. Knowing good and well, everybody left at 429. Oh, okay. you didn't see it. Shouldn't have left work early. Sorry. That's not policy. I could write you up for that, but I'm going to let that slide. Well, in this situation, I did want to be petty, but I chose to just say, hey, you know, I'll room with the supervisor because I don't have a problem saying no. Because what happens is when you go on trips, you you feel like you got to go everywhere with the team. No, we ain't got to do everything together. We're grown. Everybody can do their separate things. We ain't got to eat the same place. We ain't got to go for drink. We ain't got to do none of that. Right. We both got a key. Okay. Good night. See now, I agree with that. I was at a conference not too long ago with my team, and I love my team, but I didn't want to do everything together. They were like, oh, let's get breakfast. And I'm like, I want to be asleep. I, I need this extra time to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of happened to me today. I mean, nobody was tripping on me, but I was like, I'm going to be downstairs at 6, you know, 15 to get my breakfast so I can comfortably walk in the New York cold to the Dunkin' Donuts, get my sandwich, and enjoy it peacefully. I'm not trying to be rushing. Y'all said be ready at 6.45, and y'all just not going to get y'all food. So, I'll be here in the warmth. (laughs) I'll be warm. See y'all later. So, that was a good petty question, because I feel like that's a real situation that people be going through. Thankfully, I am glad I've never been. petty is what you want to. Right. I don't think I've ever had to stay with my supervisor, so dodge that. I actually, I stayed with my super, my current supervisor, and I, I mean, it was just regular experience. I don't really care. We get along really, really great. Um, and I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I wouldn't have wanted to. Really? Because all my boss, yeah, yeah, all of my bosses, I would have um, roomed with them. Okay. Well. If y'all are ready, I just want to do a recap of our last episode, which was this is too much. Um, And we talked about, you know, reasons why some of us have taken on some extra work responsibility or responsibilities. I'm sorry, at work. Um, Did y'all get any feedback from the social of media or media of social? I feel like I did. I just want to shout out all the people that bought their white uh, washcloths. You know what? We did get that comment from a listener on this weekend while we were out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shout out to Nurse Jay for 
encouraging all of us to get those white washcloths so you can see Amen. what's going on. Make sure your face clean. Make sure your face is clean. And I, um, one of my former RAs, my little sis, yet she shouted us out and just said that one, I, I'm going back way too far actually, <laughs> that she loved a new logo. Skip up another two weeks. My coworker Khadija um, is what I was trying to bring up. She said she was really feeling the Destiny Child songs. So Aww. we like to keep y'all engaged. So thank you, thank you. Did Your you coworker Khadija just sound like somebody that I want to meet. You've mentioned her a couple times. I'm, I'm ready to meet her. Yes, I'm ready for y'all to meet Khadija too. She's amazed. Okay, so on this week's episode, we are going to be diving into our not readers digest but our listeners digest we have some topics that we want to bring to the people and see what is going on see what you feel like and so we're going to kick it off yes yes is that a listener yeah that was me raising my hand oh go ahead please you know how when you be prepared for the staff meeting you want to present first Mm, and i'd like to be ready today now listen, you gonna push it now. <laughs> Did you <laughs> say like you'd like to present first? Don't put no today on it because I'm always ready. All right, friend. Now you really <laughs> running out. I you just pushing. I don't really feel supported in this moment, but we're gonna go ahead and proceed. Please to do what we need to give you what you need. Whatever. Anyway, so I know y'all done heard about. Uh, What's his name? Because you know I'm a butcher's name. J- <laughs> Jesse <is> Smollett. <laughs> Jesse Smollett. <laughs> How you butcher? Okay. I, it's Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Oh Jesus! What, what he did, friend? I sound I sound like Gary with the T on uh <laughs> on damn me. Ricky Smiley Morning Show can't say nothing right, but anyway. So. I, you 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 have to know by now all of this stuff. So you remember? Let me just walk y'all through the timeline of events because I want y'all's uh I want y'all response. So don't y'all remember way back yonder we heard all of a sudden I think this was like at the end of January that Justice Smollett had gotten attacked had got attacked. Do y'all Jasmine? Do you recall? I recall. Okay, and so then it was supposed to be happening in Chicago. Blah 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 blah. Y'all, we la- we later learned this man then told people that he uh he was attacked and that the people with the ma- it was he was attacked by people with Make America Great Again hats on and <laughs> they were r- yelling racial and homophobic things at him and so then everybody was like oh my gosh oh my gosh hate crime right Fi- fast forward three weeks and we have went from. Him, we, us finding out that he was, well, I don't know. You really don't know what to believe, but we were told that he was lying. They felt like some of this story was fabricated, but then they had arrested some folks that worked with him, right? It was two black guys that worked with him, but they weren't adding up because hell, well, I didn't know black folks run around with uh, Make America Great hat, hats on and talk about racial. I mean, because is it even considered racial? Anyway, <laughs> a lot of stuff to unpack here, but then we, we come to find out that yeah, so all of this was a hoax, blah, 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 blah. And then the Chicago police really out here discrediting this man. But then to throw 
aside here, I just don't know if we can really trust anything that comes from Chicago um, police because it's the same police department that let R. Kelly do whatever he want to do. Say All it. right, so then you... Right, yeah, yeah, so that we can talk about that too, but... um, So then they eventually charged him with filing a false police report and said this man was lying um, and that they had all of this footage and that footage didn't match up with his story and he went to jail. And matter of fact, wasn't he in jail at the same time R. Kelly was in jail? Mm-hmm. They had uh, parallel mugshots. <laughs> yeah, yes, because I saw a meme that said they've been in the same jail, same jail. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> no, I saw anyway. a picture of them and the, they proved it or, you know, said it was evident because it was like the same nick in the wall right behind them. I guess they take the Probably pictures so. in the same place. But anyway, so then the police came out. The most recent thing I saw was it was like the police came out and they said that this boy paid those two dudes to stage that attack all because he was in desperate need of um, basically a reviving of his career. But was his career dying? I didn't think it was. And it's just stupid. And that's the way you want to go about it. That's silly. And I think. I guess my stance on it right now is that I haven't quite made one because I do want to kind of see everything and get all the facts. But I think it's still frustrating because one, if Jesse was a different race, namely Watt, (laughs) (laughs) like, I don't think that would have been nearly as much if if any skepticism. But of course, there's so much. And so in the event that, you know, he is telling the truth, this is yet another black person that is trying to be silenced. But, you know, in the unfortunate event that he isn't telling the truth, which I'm not saying he's not, it's also really sad because I don't think we should allow it to set us back any further. But in theory, it does. Like, it's one thing when your oppressor has their boot on your neck but another thing when your own people do. So it's just, and he's a part of two hugely marginalized communities. And to like, just disrespect that, that would be horrible if it, if it came to pass that he actually is lying. But I hate that if he isn't, or even if he is really, he's still being scrutinized at a much higher level than any white man, white gay man would ever be. Mm-hmm. It's just a sticky situation. And like Shaq said, who can you trust at this moment? Let's just wait for the facts to come out and we'll go from there. Because right. I don't want to place blame like, and nobody knows. But do we ever think the facts going to come out? I don't know. I don't know if the facts going to come out because it's been pretty silent this last week or so. I feel like the last video I saw was from like a week or two ago. So it's been pretty silent. So, And I know he's out of jail. So... I don't know if something's going to come and slap us across the head. Maybe this week or next week. We'll see. Well, I will say, and I didn't realize this until I had done some research. And so when Jesse was actually telling all these people that this stuff was happening to him and, and shouting this make America great, blah, 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 all the racial. Oh, and then they said he had thrown some. Um, they said they put an unknown chemical on him. Y'all turned out that the chemical was some damn bleach. That ain't no damn unknown chemical. You knew what that was. Anyway, so they had pulled that on him. One of the representatives from Illinois, I think his name was, uh, this is a black one. Um, he was Democrat, uh, Rush, I think is his name. He, um, 
he reached out to the FBI and said, can, like, basically, can y'all help with this case? This seems like a hate crime. Like, you know? Wow. Mm-hmm. And because I remember uh, Senator Booker saying something about it, too. Well, anyway, all of these people who didn't support it, Jesse, is out here looking like a fool, basically. Right. And I think, honestly, and I guess this is kind of the chance you take, right, when you advocate for something. Like, once again, taking the, taking the high road and saying that this is a completely legitimate story, those people who have advocated for them, you know, run the risk of losing their credibility all because this is a lie. Not him, yeah. but the fact that they're making it seem like a lie. Um, so I don't know. This this is going to be interesting. Jesse hasn't said anything else to my knowledge. His family hasn't said anything else. The last thing I heard was that his family was really standing by him. A lot of his friends are too. So <sighs> well, I think he's going off of Fox. You said what? I think he gone off of Fox. Really? There was a report initially that said he was gone. Then they came back and were like, no, he's he's still written in the show for the foreseeable future. But then something after that said that he's actually fired. So we'll see how this ends up. I don't know what they want to do. But see, I think the moral of this story is just people just got to tell the truth and do what's right. Mm-hmm. Because, see, if he was <laughs> truly doing what, you know, telling the truth and doing what was right, all this footage and everything would have supported his original arguments. And I think that's why people have lost faith. Yeah. Well, thank you for updating us on that because we are waiting. The listeners are waiting for sure. Have y'all been watching or did y'all watch the R. Kelly um, documentary? Mm-mm, I didn't watch it. I watched about four episodes. I, I just don't even want to finish it no more. Four episodes? How even. long is it? About eight, six or eight. What did you think about it? Like, what made you stop watching I mainly stopped watching it because at the time there was no other episodes to date. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, I thought it was some provo- emotional provoking thing that made well, you want to no, stop. No. Well, then the episodes eventually became available and I was just like, social media wanted already ruined it. <laughs> so I just was like, I don't really feel like I need to see anymore. And I'm just really disgusted. Like sexual abuse really hits home for me. And I'm just like, I personally don't need any more evidence or proof that he needs to be under the prison. So just like, I just didn't even feel like watching it no more. I was repulsed by the first four episodes, yet intrigued, because I kept watching it, so I can't be too repulsed, but I was just like, what the heck? But he- I, I remember I remember people being like, oh, you know, R. Kelly liked them young girls. But never it registered in my head like, no, like underage. He likes minors. Women. Minors. And so the discussion came up today about R. Kelly and then, you know, they coming out with a Michael Jackson, Lil Diddy, and talking about uh, the the little boys that he molested. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Y'all looking blank. You know, I saw something on, um, oh, no. I saw I a meme focused. on Instagram today. And it said, I think it was, yeah, it was on Instagram. And it was like, we knew that, um, OJ Simpson did it. We just uh we just was like uh proud he beat the system or beat the man. And then it talked about um R. Kelly. It was like, yeah, we know R. Kelly did it, but we weren't gonna say nothing or something. And then it got to Michael Jackson and it was like, we knew he did it too, but uh something like the white people protected him, blah, blah, blah. So we stood with it. He was beating the man too. So 
he dead now. He ain't gonna get uh I, I honestly I don't even know why they why would they even still be doing this investigation? I don't know. Just to turn like tarnish his name. I don't know, but I do say it's a reflection of black families like when stuff happens in between the family you know it's real hush hush don't nobody really bring up the elephant in the room kind of same thing like people knew r kelly liked them little girls but they was like oh, okay it's just r kelly that's just his preference or whatever wrong is wrong i mean and in the videos even some his role manager or whoever the guy that was like seemed to be his right hand man was just like you know i saw some things that were going on and basically, he saw stuff and he didn't say nothing. And I'm like, dude, shoot complicit too. <laughs> like, point blank period. Like, I I can only imagine. <clears throat> Honestly, I probably can't imagine. I'm pretty sure I've been in a situation. But I can only imagine what it feels like to, you know, watch your friend or watch somebody you're near and dear to be doing something wrong, whether it be illegal or not. And you kind of want to let them work through it on their own. You don't want to judge. But, like... We're not talking about somebody smoking a cigarette, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, because at, at this point, you also harming someone else. Like, right. You, you might as well I just ain't be never. That's just like saying, well, I saw my friend kill him, but, you know, it was my friend, so I, I, I ain't try to stop him. Or I, right. I, I, I think you did it, I'm a, telling. Right. I think there is a limit to that kind of, I'm going to sit back and watch my friend work through their own shit type of thing. At some point, like... For your own safety, out of selfishness, if I mean, if, if you even call it that, you need to say something. Because I, if I were, you know, one of those young girls' parents, I'd be trying to get everybody. Rob, Tom, Dick, and Harry, all y'all was there. Y'all all finna go to jail. It's not like y'all didn't know. But y'all that was, all admitted. That was the crazy part about it. Like, the parents, well, some of the parents were like, you know, he he said he was going to make her famous. So it is what it is, basically. Like, no, that's still your child. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it, I think it's still baffling how we switch back and forward between old school and new school in terms of like just our people and our, you know, philosophies or ideologies or anything. Because, you know, like my granny and them, you know, if they was courting at 14 and 15, that was fine. But, you know, now that's certainly unacceptable that's inappropriate but then let some shit like this happen and everybody just didn't went back 80 years because they you know they want to protect so-and-so they knew damn well that they daughter shouldn't have been with no r kelly it's just that they knew he was famous they probably was idolizing his ass and so it was just like oh it's okay he got that money i bet it was a lot of that to be honest and i once again i seriously i can only imagine they paid for that yeah. I bet they paying for that psychologically. Because I don't know Vengeance if I'll is be mine, said the, the Lord. Jackson show. Yeah, I think that's weird to be bringing that back up, but I also get justice. Like, justice don't really die. But I feel like there's a lot of things, like, it's a lot of open cases and things right now of people that's fleeing and still out here breaking the law that these investigators and people could be, you know, searching into. Like, why are they worried about somebody that's dead? Is it that they, is it that if they find them guilty, the kids going to be able to get some of Michael Jackson estate or something? I have no idea. Really, at this point, I feel like that would be difficult because he's passed away, but I'm sure somebody is proxy over his money. But I, I no doubt Maybe the- that. Huh? No, I was just saying maybe the victims feel like they just want to be heard. I'm yeah, just trying I mean, to think I, of both sides of it. 
Yeah, I definitely think there's a place where justice has a place, regardless of if the alleged aggressor is alive, well, sane, think they're guilty. Okay. Thank you for that, Jasmine. I I can immediately find value in that statement. Yeah. Yeah. For lots of reasons, I can see that. The the victims want some peace. They want Mm -hmm. some closure. Hmm. But I think you make a. I still think you make a great point because priority is clearly an issue. Like <laughs> we got all these people, and this is the one you find. So potentially, people still out here breaking the law, right? Definitely and also, if we just way. go back to the the situation with the Chicago stuff, I also find it interesting that, excuse me, just because Jesse is a celebrity, they get the FBI involved in his case immediately. Y'all got people in Chicago getting killed every day. Highest crime rate in the uh, country, ain't it? They are yep. killing black girls and taking their organs out every single day in Chicago. But you had one little instance of a ce- little celebrity and you want to go get in the FBI. So, and the police involved. That's what I'm saying. So, little stuff like that, I don't understand. Well, we shall see what happens next. So, y'all heard of this Kardashian situation good <laughs> facts because i'm not understanding so friend you want me to she do done kiss you the little boy, right? do some research oh go ahead so y'all know i can't stand the kardashians mm-hmm. and i'm gonna tell you why in a minute but go ahead erica okay so the most recent story basically is that chloe kardashian and tristan thompson were dating um, he had cheated on her before. He took, she took him back, moved on, and had their little baby girl, which I didn't even know that they had a child. But recently, um, while I think around, actually around Valentine's Day, which for some adds insult to injury, they he was at a house party of some sort, and Kylie Jenner's best friend Jordan Woods was there too. And they ended up kissing, getting a little touchy-feely at an after party, after that house party, um, and were caught making out. Um, Supposedly, Tristan Thomas initially did not deny these allegations. Later did, but initially didn't deny them. And Chloe has since broken up with him and has, you know, subliminally made a stance that she's done with him. Um, but the real issue now is just like my sister's best friend pushed up on my man and my man also did whatever he did. With she her. used very strong words, right? Because then she say that she said that Jordan ruined her family or broke up her family something like this she was on social media talking about this and by the way the boy named tristan thompson here you talked about talked about me earlier uh (laughs) butchering somebody's name you said thomas but um uh (laughs) but yeah i feel like she was just trying to say she was trying to blame it too much on jordan talking about you ruined our family i wish i had the tweet in front of me so i could tell y'all no 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 you that girl ain't ruin y'all family because Tristan ain't been faithful the whole time. Okay. Matter of fact, she got with him when he with somebody when she started messing with him. I think so. I heard a little piece of that too. That it was kind of like you know karma coming. You back lose around. them the same way you got them. 
Yeah. I just don't think it's fair that they want to drag this little girl for an action. But, like, he, where the interviews with him at? Why he ain't on the kitchen table talk? Well, like... Of course, it's always, I feel like, not to justify either one of their behavior, but I feel like it's always kind of an opportunity to kind of do some, whether it is under the table slut shaming, whether she was the one to initiate that relationship or not, because actually on the Red Table Talk, she said that as she was walking out of the party, he kissed her. And so I'm not trying to flip the story and say that it was his fault, but like, there's no need to kind of play into this narrative that she was a promiscuous young girl and she flaunted her body all around and the man just couldn't he couldn't contain himself um, sis i'm tired like come on now it takes two people so where two he people. at you should be blaming him for breaking up your family like come on and it ain't two. the first time he cheated so i'm tired move on mm-hmm. right and two set two people who lack self-control just own up to it Point blank period. But if y'all will indulge me, can I just tell y'all why I don't like them? Yes. Because I feel like the Kardashians, their whole family, they profit off of blackness. Elaborate. Like, I feel like they, they try, not saying everything they do is like, what am I? trying to say like not saying all the bad things they do are characters of somebody being black i'm not trying to imply that or say that i'm just saying i think their whole being is just profiting off of like off of the this idea of blackness and i don't like them and i guess it it started with their daddy profiting off of oj but he helped oj so never mind (laughs) you silly i mean i see what you're saying friend yeah Go ahead, Jay. I also, I also just don't like that that whole idea of reality TV. I don't, y'all know, I really don't like reality TV. But anyway, well, I think the other thing is too, like certainly some form of capitalizing on blackness because they are often each of them out. Uh, what's the main one name? Kim and I think Kylie come to mind immediately with their hairstyles and they claiming new stitch braids. Kim Kardashian, the latest hairstyle. Uh-huh. And I'm like, girl, if you don't get your ass out of here with them ragged ass cornrows, you know, good and damn well you didn't invent that. And so it's definitely stuff like that and just, you know, what's the word? What's the word? Appropriating um, things that you know you didn't create. And how they always want to get and make fun of, Mm -hmm. make a fool out of, I should say, black men. Look at all the people they done been with. Definitely have men. Once again, I think it's important to say it's to complain that game, though. Like, I think people who want to be with who they want to be with. And I think it's something even to be said. I mean, even the men that they were with, regardless of their race, they know who the Kardashians are. So, you know, whether right. there was love there, interest there or not, they knew that they were entering into if even a if even only lightly or temporarily or through a friendship, we're entering into a family that is super public. And so whether they wanted to profit off that or not. So I won't blame it all on them, but I definitely think that they have because this is because this is Christianer's thing. She she makes money off anything. So she being a businesswoman. So she's going to capitalize on everything that she can, not justifying her actions, but she's going to capitalize. 
I just think the shenanigans that the Kardashians are pulling right now, if they were with a white person who is just as rich as the black people they go with, they wouldn't draw the same media attention and therefore their net worth wouldn't be as much. That's just my opinion. I agree. I agree. No, I agree too, because now now that you say that, not that I disagreed before, but now that you say that, I've never seen them with either any of them with somebody who was not of color. Well, there was that one sister. Remember that one? Oh, her name? Scott. I can't remember. She was with that guy for a long time. Yeah, she was with Scott, but I think she started dating a black man. Courtney. Mm-hmm. I guess. All uh, right. So, well, that's what we have today for our listeners digest. As, as always, let us know how you feel. Comment, like, share, email us, <laughs> send us your thoughts. Jazz, you want to hit us with some book updates? Give us something to educate ourselves on. Not this time. I'm nervous. My friend ain't had a chance to read. My friend been so busy. Okay. Okay. What happened last season? Uh, Barney's New <laughs> Winfrey. That's what I've been reading. Mm-hmm. Let me see. So, the last time we talked about Rosewater, I finished that. The new, uh, the second book in that series comes out March 19th. I'm looking forward to that. I think I've just been in a book hole after Rosewater. I've read something else since then, but it like that's how you know I've been in a book hole because I can't even remember what I read. Well, let's approach this from let's not look at this from a deficit uh, um, mindset. Jasmine, how many books have you read this year? I've read eight so far. Let's think about this positively. Jasmine, okay. oh, my gosh, we are in the third month of the year and you've already read eight books. That's remarkable. You deserve like to you be patted on the friend. back. Thank you. Is that no, how you certainly. do your students? Mm-hmm. That's how I work with folks every day. <laughs> um, I'm in a what you call a book slum, a book hole, a book hole. Well, look, I'm 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 in a book hole myself. No, friend. Let's just think about it like this. Let's just say that you know you have other competing priorities that are <laughs> happening to take uh, precedent right now. <laughs> that is very true. But I keep my book on me, just in case I, I mean, merge. Okay. Shaq, are you reading? No, (laughs) ma'am. I'm not reading. uh, Well, I mean, I've been reading for work um, because I've been trying to figure out a book that I'm going to start a book club with with some um, family members. But other than that, um, and y'all don't want to hear about that. It's all about like letting your student go off to college and, and live their own experience. So we don't want to talk about that today. But I did watch a movie. What'd you watch? I watched Medea's Family Funeral. Was it good? I will say, well, just know that I laughed the entire time. I gotta go see it. Um, yeah, so some people said that it was like um that you know, good some parts were funny and some parts weren't funny. One of my friends had a tainted experience <laughs> because she said, y'all, y'all, she said she went to go watch the movie and she was sitting by some white people. <laughs> she was like, and you know how a lot of stuff Tyler Perry do is like funny, but it ain't nothing that you just going to bust out laughing to because we didn't did it every day. Mm-hmm. And she said she left out of the movie offended because every little thing they did, they just busted out laughing on the movie. And she was like, well, damn, do they think black folks is clowns? And I died. 
See, that's why people have a problem with Tyler Perry in general. They're making fun of our culture. Do y'all think that? Yes. He making money off of black culture and making fun of it. You can't Mm, get mad when the white people laugh too. I hear you, Jasmine. And and while I respect your opinion, I do not agree. I think that it's great that he is making money off of what we do every day because I think so many times everybody else has made money off of what white people do every day. Look at Beethoven, the movie. (laughs) We watched that movie as a kid, you know what I'm saying? And he got made so much money, but that's just a typical white life. (laughs) To be honest, Home Alone is almost the same way, even though it was a little dramatic. They didn't do shit in Home Alone that regular white folks didn't do. So I'm happy that Tyler Perry is here today profiting off of blackness because his ass is black and I think he can do that. No, I think I agree. Um, I don't think we can be mad. Well, actually, let me start with this. I, I agree. I think that he has a little bit more authority, a lot more authority to really talk about the black experience, whether it's a joke or not. But to me, I think, yes, he I don't I wouldn't say that he made fun of it, but I think he's kind of normalized um, or given us permission to continue being how we are, because I think the main reason why a lot of Tyler Perry Perry's um productions are funny it's because we really do relate to him. It's like we have that yeah. auntie, we had that grandmother, um, we we have that super Christian family member that's always talking in tongues and wanting to pray and put oil on stuff. Like I think the reason why that connect resonates is because we all have that, even as black people, even if we don't completely, you know, connect with all of the experiences. Um, I think if white people are laughing at it, that's just once again, because I struggle with what would a, why would a white person appeal to it? Um, I guess comedy is comedy, and I feel like a comedian would say that they would hope that it would reach everybody, but it does make me wonder, like, why is this funny to you? Do or do you connect with this experience? Have you seen it so many times? Like, and so I think in that way, like, sometimes it's misconstrued, but I wouldn't necessarily blame it on Tyler Perry. I will say I had because I went to see I. I went to go see it a day or two after my roommate and he gave me, cause I asked him, well, tell me about it. How was it? And he was like, well, he gave me the most fair assessment um, that I've heard. And I agree with, he simply said he felt like that movie was a combination of all the plays. And I, when I watched it, I thought so too. So like it was little pieces here and there that we had seen throughout, but they were meshed well together. And so it wasn't like, you know how we, some of Tyler Perry movies be damn near word for word from the play. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that, but it was just like it was just it was real good. So I appreciate it and I liked it. And I probably will go see it again. I'm gonna have to go. I feel like in, we know Tyler Medea on her way out. So we gotta give her a good Which I think we all know this because we saw her on the previews at the uh movie. Medea didn't die. So I don't think this is the end of, of the show. You don't think? I didn't know. No, she I think that after a while we got people are gonna wanna see Medea again. Well, maybe he just going to put her on a real long sabbatical so that she can make a really good comeback. I can see that. But yeah, I think we got to. But I also think he may not be. Um, He may not bring her back since he is more successful with his, you know, his his basically his soap operas and stuff. Well, I don't know if y'all knew this. Tyler Perry, stu- Tyler Perry Studios is in Atlanta and mm-hmm. he hosts. I mean, his studios. Film he just had the BT social media awards there. Yeah. Um, I found out that parts of Black Panther were shot there. So 
that's Marvel, y'all. All you need is one Marvel gig and you set for life. So I think that he's probably making a lot of money off of a lot of different things, things we probably don't even know about, investments and stuff like that. I'm proud of him. I don't know if that was you and I, Shaq, that were talking about this, but I'm proud of Tyler Perry. Like, I don't know if I remember his older plays where he talked about he used to live in his car um, mm. and he was just at the bottom. And I mean, like, he really has changed his whole career. And it's quite handsome, might I add. I'm I don't not think mad he attracted I'm just to saying, you, but some people you know. have their opinions about him because. Oh no, I respect him. As in yeah. them, those opinions. Okay, good discussion. So today on what in the hell happened? I want to tell y'all briefly about my experience at the Universal Soul Circus. Hey, y'all, man. Yes, I had a good no, ma'am. <laughs> Jasmine, when did you go? It's been a couple years, though, but it was still good. Oh, okay. Friend, you, you shook your head in, in disdain. Oh, no, ma'am. I ain't been to that circus. I've been to one circus in my life. I'll tell you about it in a minute. I'll read now. I'm going to mom. Oh, Lord, I got to hear this. But... So I kind of had to correct myself today. Um, the reason why I brought it up is when it was a phenomenal experience. Like I was a little skeptical at first to pay the $45 to go see it because in my head, circus is supposed to be $10. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when that mug was $35. No, it's $10 for adults. Right. And it's $8 for senior citizens and then $6 for kids. Right. And so when I saw that it was $35 and then a $10 for some fees, I'm like, for a parking lot show, that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But I went on ahead and bought them. Me and my friend bought them. Shout out to Lauren. And when I tell you I was in pure amazement from the beginning to the end, the production quality was amazing. Everybody who came out, amazing. And I had to correct myself because like I, I assume a lot of people was calling it the Black Circus, that is the most diverse production I have ever seen in my life. And leave it up to the people of color to do diversity and inclusion correct. Correct. It was so many countries represented there. I was amazed. Amazed. And I felt like I think the soul part of the Universal Circus is certainly kind of hinting at the music. Because, I mean, the music definitely was influenced by that. But I think the soul was more so, like, just us all being connected. And they did have, like, a little number at the end to really show, like, no matter where we come from, no matter, you know, what we believe, we are connected. And that was the most phenomenal experience I have. And I want to go see it again. And I would go see it again. And y'all should follow them on Instagram because they do a lot of different things, like giving backpacks away to kids their home base is in atlanta um and so they I give, didn't know that yeah i just found it out because i i was googling where the, the thing was and it pulled up their headquarters but um yeah they do a lot of they do community service do all kinds of stuff they'll have uh different performers come to the special shows and do performances it's crazy i, I just was very blown away um but follow them on Instagram because they be giving away their tickets sometimes for $18.50. Which means it'll only be $28.50. So, get y'all some tickets to go. I'm glad to see my friend got an A in math class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done with you, friend. Uh, give us a base search. 
What's going on? No, I want to no. hear about what he's about to say about this circus because he just seemed like. I had a question about the circus, Erica. So when you was there, was everybody like on the same level or were you like in a big arena and, you know, you was like up a couple of tiers higher? You know what I'm saying? Where was this? I mean, it's in a tent. Literally. In a tent? Yeah, like it's literally in a tent, a big, big, <laughs> big tent. And it's the the seats are on an incline. So like, you know, more than oh, so likely bleaches. you're not. Mm-hmm. You more than likely not black. It reminds me of my the reason why I never go to a circus again. Why? Let me tell y'all, when I was a little boy, we went to the circus and it was just like you said, the circus supposed to be like $10 and $5. <laughs> if my memory served me correctly, it was probably like $5 for adults and $2 for kids or something, you know? And then, you know, it's that one time because it was like at the fair or whatever, that one time of the day because they going to have multiple showings, they, all the kids get in free. Mm-hmm. I think that's the I think that's the showing I was at, and I you could tell it was the cheap showing because because <laughs> even the damn animals was pissed off they didn't want to be there. <laughs> I'm always scared because let me tell y'all about this uh elephant. They directing the elephant. They didn't got on the loudspeaker. They said okay when um when Dumbo come out, everybody just make sure you be real real still. Don't move. It's it's nothing but kids here. So we sitting there, Dumbo come out of everybody get happy, raise your hand. And then Dumbo started going around in a circle, y'all. And why the damn elephant started charging over to where I was at? <laughs> <laughs> charging me. And I uh-uh, and I will never go. I'll never go again. I think I learned my lesson because I feel like if I go to the to the uh zoo, it's gonna be that one showing where Tony the Tiger was a little too hungry. They didn't feed him good enough, and he gonna come maul somebody in the crowd, and I don't wanna be there. Mm-mm. Well, friend. While I appreciate that y'all went to the circus and you enjoy it, I don't ever want to go again. Well, friend, one thing I will tell you, I was thinking about you because there were only dogs. They had like a little very cute dog show. They had some, they had some camels, and they <laughs> had <laughs> they had some horses and some zebras, and that was it. Oh, they didn't have elephants and lions and tigers. And uh-uh. Oh my! Right? No, I thought they was. I was expecting it. I expect to see a snake too. That's when I was gonna go take a bathroom break. But I, that's <laughs> wait all. a minute. That was when you was gonna go take the bathroom break. Mm-mm, I can't do no snakes. Mm-mm. Nah, but uh, it, it was only those four animals. And when I tell you, like them little dogs was galloping, look, and the the zip, y'all. I, I move on because I'll talk about this circus until it's dead. Well, you got tameable animals. I'm always thinking them bad ones. I don't, that elephant, when that elephant started running our way, and of course, everybody going to get to running out the place, y'all. That's all I can think about. That's only what happened to you, friend. Yes. And it was up in the little armory, too. It was hot as hell. They know air conditioning. They got them big fans. They ain't doing nothing but blowing their shitty smell from where the Dumbo and Tony done shit it. Like, mm-mm. Oh, gosh. Friend. Okay, I'm with Jasmine. Give us the base search. Wait a minute. Y'all ain't finna just dismiss me and say, okay, give us the base search. What? Look. You need to be happy that I'm... dismiss you. Dumbo did. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, when I was... Let me see. 
we was at a um actually probably like two or three months ago i was at another work conference and my co-workers told me they were like shaquille you know you are always at one or two extremes either you like um you ready to go you like you ready to party? Let's drink. Let's turn up. Or you are like, okay, I'm just ready to be like, I need to be sleep right now. I'd much rather be sleep. And I started no thinking about between. that. I was, yeah, no in between. And I started thinking about, it. I was like, I, I think I need to own that. That's kind of the truth. And so uh, between last staff meeting and now I was really reflecting on my base search or lack thereof. And it made me realize something. I am either in the extreme where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to talk to everybody. Or I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to nobody in a month. And so I, this has worked its way into my life because I get on like Tinder and I'll be really swiping, meeting a lot of people, exchanging my number with a lot of folks. And then two days later, I don't want to talk no more. <laughs> you send and mixed messages. I dropped the toe. I just need somebody to like sweep me off my feet. You got to be willing to get swept. You don't stay on the floor long enough. Hey, but, that's a word. That will preach if we let it. <laughs> you I, don't. Yeah, so anyway, that's just kind of where I am. And I'm like, that's the reason why I'm still single. Because either I'll be ready to talk to a lot of people and I get five people number. Or I don't want to talk to nobody. And then leaves me back at square one. Well, I have a question. Absolutely. What? Has there been a time in your life where you felt like you stayed interested long enough? And what was that person doing, you know, to keep you engaged? I wish that I could say yes, so I could have a second part to that question. But that just ain't ever happened. Really? Mm-hmm. And then, Well, I get. I still have a question. And so then what do you feel like is the reason why you're not engaged? Like, what is the? I don't know. I literally just wake up and be like, I don't feel like texting them back. nobody has captivated you at all no but erica it kind of go you remember how we talked about this before how i can just like end stuff and i don't be i I don't need to talk about it or debrief on it no more Mm -hmm. it's that same way do you think something is wrong with that do you think that's something you should fix well i won't say wrong. i know that i know that it is well yeah like i know that it is that i just that i'm like okay i don't want to talk to them no more like that i think that yeah i I shouldn't be like that but i have tried and tried and it's almost like a a disability when i don't feel like texting somebody i just don't i just won't do it have you ever tried to push past that i do that when i'm being nice to people sometimes i just be want to be rude to people and i'll be like oh i'm gonna be nice i'm gonna be very intentional to be nice about this situation but that's it well, I think that you should push past, you know, try that. Cause then you may know, like you may have been on the cusp of being captivated, but you didn't hold on one more day. Maybe somebody got something to show you, but you pull back the curtain too fast. Mm. Mm. Well, damn. Thank you for coming to Shaq and Jasmine fix my life. <laughs> I mean, shit, not Shaq and Jasmine, Erica and Jasmine fix my life. I mean, if you're looking for some longevity, friend, you ain't got no stamina. Oh, I like that word. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. You lack Two social different types stamina. Of staminas. You have social stamina. Oh, absolutely. Beloved. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are suff- what you're suffering from is <laughs> prolification polyphenicide. <laughs> 
You have no social stamina. You struggle to stay connected. But that's how I am too, y'all. When in like in terms of small talk, and I'm if I'm at like a little reception or something, I only got like 15 seconds to talk to you, and I'm ready to go. But you know what? I think about those friends, and you don't have to use it. You don't have to use me, but I'm gonna ask it in my context. Like we've been friends for a long time, and I feel like we easily could have been people who met in grad school, like in in that time period, and never talked again, or only hung out every blue moon. But yet our friendship has grown and persisted. Like what had? What did you? Cause I don't, I don't know. Did you work hard for that to happen? Like, do you feel like you have to work hard in those relationships? And what can you channel? to make that happen in like romantic situations? Good question. I think it's just that I am like a physical touch. I mean, not physics, quality time is my love language. And I like spending time with people and everybody that I have established a relationship with, they've all been friends. It's because we've spent a lot of time together, like quality time. And we get the option to do that. But in terms of me meeting somebody on like social media and like, swiping and then like trying to talk to them there and i ain't met them and just don't spend consistent time with them nothing that i yeah do you initiate the meetups like what like do you ever be like hey you know you know how some people will like spend a little bit of time talking on the app before they then ask can you go out for drinks to go out to dinner or something like that or just yeah. but like do you ever just like kind of hey I don't know if you would say it like this, but like, hey, I really like to just kind of get to the part where we meet in person. Or like, I really just, you know, like to feel people out. Like, do you ever initiate that that in-person connection so that you can start yes, that quality it, time? Yes. And it gets so bad that one time, <laughs> one time I had said I was going to take a, um, go out for drinks. But I stopped talking to them in between. And then I just, the occasion never came up. That lack of social stamina. Friends, so I think you know what you need to do. And so, y'all know, this has just been a coaching session with your your chair coach. And I, I think you know what you need to do. This is coactive coaching. I think you know the answer. I think you know some ways in which that you could, you know, really. Well, I don't. So. <laughs> you got to increase that social stamina. You got to stop pulling pulling out so quick. You want it to last for a long time. Do you see where we're going? Social, yes. Right. This doesn't relate to physical, so I Right. So but you pulling out of the relationship so soon, you don't really give it time to flourish. You don't you just water the seed and you walk off. You didn't stay around to see if it if it grew. I feel like I'm I feel like your advice is the equivalent of me telling you that I'm depressed and you being like, all you need to do is smile. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this is what your advice is doing right now. Oh my Jasmine, can you back me up? <laughs> I think Shane no, is in the concentration stage, and so there, there's no need to continue. Maybe one day he will want some advice, but right now he's like, I'm fine where I'm at. Okay. Thank you. He said. <laughs> so you just accused <laughs> well, me shit, of putting the a band-aid says you got on more the than room. it was asking for today. You just accused me of putting a band-aid on a bullet wound. I mean, basically. <laughs> that was some of my <laughs> best coach. Ooh. Well, thank you for that that Bay update. Definitely came from a different place, and th- thank you for opening up and speaking out to us, talking to me. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know why I just wanted to sing that. Do we have any other comments, questions, concerns from us or the audience? I would like for our colleagues to let me know how they listen to us because some of y'all might be listening on Spotify and hey. we just want to know it. And we going to know now because SoundCloud sends us a nice little report to tell us where our listeners are from. And we international, y'all. Oh, we are. We're international. But no, my best friend, shout out to my folks in Gainesville because Gainesville had as many listens as Atlanta had. And I couldn't believe that. And so shout out to my folks in Gainesville. Y'all some real supporters. And now that we got on Spotify, which we will, um, what's the word? Photo ties. Bring, bring about a visual element to represent this new accomplishment this new platform accomplishment. Um, we are excited to be on there. It looks so nice with the black and green backdrop from Spotify. We we feeling good about this, y'all. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, all Friend, Charlene is also in the movie. You anyway, lie. I just... No, Charlene is in the movie and not Carlton Banks is in the movie and Joanne the Scammer. You just well, have to tell. See this. Joanne is, yeah, that's all I'm going to say, but they in the movie. Jasmine, let's go see you when you come. Can you wait that long? Yeah, d- girl, I got stuff to do in the meantime. Somebody, can you wait that <laughs> long? Right, it ain't like do. she could just get up and go this weekend. I got work to do. Well, friend, this is especially for you because I know Jasmine. Are all hearts and minds clear, friend? <laughs> you not going to answer, Shaq? Nope. Now nah, he gonna wait till we start doing the benediction and he gonna start saying something. <laughs> Go ahead, close us out. I was gonna ask you to do it, Jasmine. Oh, okay. Well, check us out on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Books to Bills Podcast, Twitter at Books to Bills, and email us if you're feeling fried. Uh from books. Uh-uh, who typed this? Who <laughs> 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 did this? From books to bills podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll see y'all next y'all, time. Y'all, I wish y'all could see it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, uh uh-uh, uh, who did this? <laughs> I don't believe that people still be listening to us. So, the first colleague that let me know that they listening to us right now, they need to uh, tweet us. You can put us on Instagram or Twitter. Let us know, and and I'm gonna send them ten dollars because I don't I don't think people listen, but it's the expiration date, so you got to uh do it before uh three days after after it drops. So yeah, three days. Bye.